the Winnipeg Foundation invited Winnipeggers to share their visions for Winnipeg's next 100 years and the potential role philanthropy might play. This is Our Next 100. Today, we'll hear from Jessica De Silva, Director of Youth Agencies Alliance. If we are to achieve peace, security, justice, climate resilience, and sustainable development for all, we must create the conditions that empower, develop, and engage young people. Jessica De Silva has a Master's in Political Science from the University of Manitoba and Bachelor of Arts in International Relations from Escola Superior de Administración y Marketing, Brazil. She has been volunteering and employed with the charitable and nonprofit sector with a focus in youth, women's issues, and community building. She believes that in order to create a more just society, we need to rethink and reconstruct our social norms and relations. Here is Jessica De Silva. Is economic, social, and environmental sustainability achievable in our world today? Am I capable of living past the age of 50? Is reversing global warming is still a possibility? Unfortunately, these are questions that today's youth feel obligated to ask themselves on a daily basis. But far from being passive victims, young people all over the world have begun to fight back on a scale never seen before. For instance, motivated by the inaction of those in power, young people across the globe marched for the environment on September 27, 2019, demanding a response to climate change and global warming. A Youth Agencies Alliance, YAA, we are committed to helping young people to take action to protect the future of our planet. So last year, in partnership with the Winnipeg Foundation, Green Action Center, the Story Source, an organization that uses a narrative approach to build leadership skills and capacity, and Lee Spence, an indigenous consultant that helps the community to decolonize social institutions, YA developed a new program, the Youth Green Action Plan, YGAP. The intention of YGAP was to create a safe, youth-led space that inspired participants to speak up about climate change and take climate action. At the end of the program, one participant mentioned they enjoyed the program because we got to express ourselves and learn about others and had a say in what happens. The future is powered by youth. If we are to leave no one behind and achieve social, economic, and environmental justice, these investments in young people are crucial. YA's vision for a better Winnipeg prioritizes and fosters an environment conducive to young people's action and contributions to peace and security, prevention of violence and humanitarian and climate action. Our vision for a better Winnipeg ensures universal access to quality and inclusive education and health services, including formal and non-formal education that adopts lifelong learning. This will help meet social, economic and environmental needs, promoting sustainable lifestyles and development. In addition, YA's approach to understanding and achieving poverty reduction, crime prevention, and harm education is to engage with community partners that already utilize social determinants of health to fully provide resources and recreation to those who are systematically disadvantaged. 
The vision for a better Winnipeg must also transition towards green and climate-friendly economies. We believe this will improve energy efficiency and limit greenhouse gas emissions and create more and better employment opportunities for young people. Our vision for a better Winnipeg also includes awareness of the various and intersecting forms of discrimination and abuse many young people experience. In doing so, we will help prevent and address widespread and grave human rights violations. YAA recognizes that supporting youth leadership across the public, private, and nonprofit sectors and across civil society movements help us build a world in which the human rights of every young person are realized, that ensures every young person is empowered to achieve their full potential, and that recognizes young people's agency, resilience, and positive contributions as agents of change. If we are to achieve peace, security, justice, climate resilience, and sustainable development for all, we must create the conditions that empower, develop, and engage young people. Because partnering with young people and ensuring they're not only heard, but understood, not only engaged, but empowered, and not only supporting, but leading, enriches our efforts to build a just and inclusive Winnipeg. My name is Jessica da Silva, and that's my vision for Winnipeg's next 100 years. Thank you, Jessica. What are the conditions needed to empower, develop, and engage young people? Thank you so much for this question. The first thing is uh, we need to identify the needs and hopes of young people. Asking ourselves, how can we develop good programs, services, and policies if we do not know what young people need? Because you have to understand that we haven't always been serving our young people well. They are facing a high number of unemployment, which is interesting because many of the young people today, they're much better educated and more informed than any generation ever before. And younger people, they also have the least influence on politics or policies that actually affect them the most. So identifying the needs when we are creating those policies, when we are creating those programs are extremely important for us to deal with the issues that they're facing, but also creating strategies that will empower, develop, and engage young people. Another point that is important is integrating youth perspective in the work that we do. And this is often called youth mainstreaming, which is pretty much understanding that our actions, our solutions will impact young people and how we can minimize or how we can ensure that that impact is positive. So when we're thinking about a new program on education, what will be the consequence on youth? Or when we're thinking about new policy on housing, what will be the consequences on young people? We also need to ensure that young people are fairly represented in public spaces, and that means institutions, organizations, in all level of governments. Because the challenge that older generation encounter when dealing with youth is that they think youth don't have enough knowledge because they lack experience because of their age. And oftentimes that creates barriers for youth to access opportunities. When we fact, what we have seen is that this youth, this young generation, they're the most engaged and most involved in the challenges and issues that are harming our uh, survival. And when we're thinking about climate change, we're thinking about the rise of inequalities, when we're thinking about economic 
downturns, they're the ones in the streets marching for a better future. So it's not because their age is because they have a sense of responsibility to this planet because they're going to be the ones taking the hardish uh, consequences in the end. The second one we need to create engage with you where they're at in the platforms and uh, social medias, medium spaces that they're at. So finding new ways, new space for us to engage with them and actually have the opportunity and possibility for them to come to us where they feel most safe and most comfortable. And last, we need to ensure that you're creating education and programs and services that go beyond schools. So you have always the access to a learning environment that is empowering and that is fostering their participation. The young people, they need to know that they're being heard because that's uh, what we hear from young people, that they think that they're not being heard by those in power, that they're not being given the space to actually express, but most importantly, to be part of the decision-making. So once we actually open up the space where they feel safe, a space where they feel comfortable and that they feel that they are empowered, uh, that's when we're going to get the most engagement from. And what we're going to get is, is just brilliant ideas and amazing, different, innovative solutions for our survival, for, for a better Winnipeg, for a more just and more inclusive city. How can older generations shift that power and leadership to youth? And why is it extremely important to do so? One thing that we need to, that we always talk about is mentorship. Mentorship is extremely important, especially when you're thinking about racialized youth, indigenous, black youth. But mentorship without sponsorship is not enough. So we cannot expect that youth give us advice or, or tell us about their perspective or like help us in planning and preparing or creating a program without wanting to compensate for their time. We have to understand that youth, they're facing unemployment. There isn't enough opportunity for them. And that's the stress, right? So one thing that we need to understand is that mentorship has to come with a sponsorship. We need to provide financial resources, financial means that would support youth to not only learn hard skills and soft skills, but also to have the means to continue looking for better opportunities and to continue for fighting for their future and for achieving their goals. Because we need to understand that youth, they're committed to finding solutions to some of our most enduring challenges. And we have seen this all across the globe. In every single instance of social movement from climate change to social inequalities, racial inequalities, Youth are the ones at the front line, and they're the ones organizing, they're the ones mobilizing, they're the ones doing the work. So they're already stepping up and taking on that leadership roles. We need to, again, as I mentioned before, to create that space that youth can come and they feel that they're being heard, acknowledged, and that their ideas are being acted upon. They already have the solutions. They already have the eagerness to help and the eagerness to build better and to build more equal Leaders just need to understand that the fact that youth are not engaging in the way that they engaged before, for example, voting, it doesn't mean that they don't care. It doesn't mean that they are apathetic to what's happening. In fact, they're engaging in other forms, in other ways, because that's the only way that they see that they can actually affect change by mobilizing, by utilizing social media, 
by going to the streets and understanding we need to be louder and louder and louder for us to be heard. So once we have those leaders that open that space and that create programs that actually allow you learn and grow, not only personally or professionally, but, but also financially, so they can continue achieving their full potential and achieving their goals now in the present and in the future. Thank you for sharing your vision, Jessica. Yes, thank you so much. Our Next 100 is a series of essays envisioning Winnipeg's next 100 years, contributed by Winnipeggers and curated by the Winnipeg Foundation. If you would like to read more essays from Our Next 100, or listen to this episode again as a podcast, please visit wpgfdn.org slash next100. Thanks for listening. Thank you.